I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Of course, we all remember the gruesome deaths of main characters like Kirk and Jadzia, but this list will instead be focusing on some of the most painful and disturbing deaths in Star Trek that you may have forgotten about. Some of them were only mentioned in dialogue, whereas others were seen on screen but weren't really focused on. So with that in mind then, I'm Ellie with Trek Culture, here with 10 Star Trek characters you didn't realise died horrible deaths. Number 10. Picard's Brother and Nephew The Next Generation episode Family came right after Captain Picard's traumatic assimilation by the Borg in the best of both worlds. In the episode, Picard, recovering from his experience, returned to Earth to visit his family. There were a few harsh words shared and things briefly got physical between Picard and his brother Robert, but it was clear by the end of the episode that the captain deeply loved his family although they had some unaddressed issues. Issues that actually got explored a bit further in the second season of Picard. Now, interestingly, Star Trek Generations included a tragic detail that a lot of people probably missed, and that is the death of Picard's brother Robert and his nephew Rene, who also appeared in the episode Family. Now, their deaths both happened off-screen and were only very briefly mentioned in the movie, but both Robert and Rene died horrifically in a fire. Picard broke down crying, telling this to Deanna in the movie, but was almost immediately distracted by an exploding star. Rene appeared later in the movie as a Nexus illusion, as part of Picard's perfect idyllic reality. But still, their deaths were barely touched upon and probably very easy to miss if you hadn't seen the episode Family. Number 9. Hendorf The Starfleet officer Hendorf is a minor character who appeared in all three of the alternate reality Star Trek films. In the 2009 film, he got into a bar fight with Kirk, then later arrested him and Scotty aboard the Enterprise. In Into Darkness, he was part of the team that went to Kronos to capture Khan. Interestingly, Hendorf was actually not an original character, but a red shirt who was killed in the original series episode The Apple. Joining the away team on Gamma Triangulae 6, Hendorf was poisoned by a native plant and killed almost instantly. Now, it is quite nice to have a comeback from one of the countless red shirts who died during the Enterprise's five-year mission. It's just unfortunate that he's credited as Cupcake in Into Darkness, which is, of course, the affectionate nickname that Kirk gives him in the first film. Number 8. The Alternate Tasha Yar Of course, everybody remembers the death of Tasha Yar in the episode Skin of Evil. 
means she was literally killed out of nowhere in what otherwise appeared to be a normal, unspecial episode in the first season of The Next Generation. But what we're focusing on here is the death of Natasha from the alternate timeline created in the episode Yesterday's Enterprise. When the Enterprise C travelled through a temporal anomaly from 2344 to 2366, they were stopped from sacrificing themselves in a battle that would have led to the future we all know and love. Because the Enterprise C was never destroyed, the Federation ended up in a devastating war against the Klingons. When the Enterprise C travelled back to 2344 to restore the timeline, the alternate Tasha decided to go back with them. She heard from Guinan that she was dead in the original timeline and thought that by escaping to the past, she could avoid her fate. The Romulans attacking the Enterprise C secretly took several of its crew as prisoners. Enduring torture and interrogation, she was forced to form a bond with one of the Romulans to survive, a bond that later resulted in her daughter, the half-Romulan Sela. Unfortunately, one night Tasha decided to try and escape with her daughter, but Sela screamed out for help and caused her own mother to be executed. Number 7. Pete Durst Lieutenant Pete Durst first appeared in a few scenes in the Voyager episode Cathexis, but at the time no one could have predicted the gruesome fate that was awaiting him in the next episode. The episode that directly followed, entitled Faces, was one of the weirdest in the series. In it, Balana, Paris and Durst were captured by the Vidians, the Delta Quadrant aliens infected with the Phage, a deadly disease that requires them to harvest organs from other species to stay alive. A Vidian scientist named Sulan somehow managed to split Balana Taurus, a half-human, half-Klingon hybrid, into two separate beings one a human and the other a Klingon. He did this because he believed that Klingon biology was the key to curing the phage. Eventually, Sulan became attracted to Klingon Balana, but realizing that he was too hideous for those feelings to be reciprocated, he did the unthinkable. Sulan had Durst dragged away and killed for his organs to be harvested, including his face, which was grafted onto Sulan's in a desperate attempt to make himself more attractive to Balana. Needless to say, she didn't really appreciate the gesture. Number 6. Several of the Stranded Augments at the end of the original series episode Space Seed, Khan and his Augment family were stranded on the dangerous yet habitable planet Seti Alpha 5. However, it can be easy to forget that this decision resulted in many of those Augment's deaths. Mere months after being left on the planet to form their own society, the orbit of SETI Alpha 5 was shifted, causing massive environmental damage. Most of the indigenous life was eradicated and the planet became practically unlivable. Khan did his best to protect his people, but many of them, including his wife, were driven mad and killed painfully by the native SETI eels, the same creatures that were used against Chekhov and Captain Terrell. Because Starfleet never bothered to check on Khan and the other augments, they were condemned to watch their friends slowly die around them. Now once you know that, it's kind of hard to blame Khan for being just a little bit mad with Kirk and the Federation. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Number five, the original Harry Kim. During Voyager's time in the Delta Quadrant, Harry Kim suffered more hardship than practically anybody else aboard. Harry's darkest moment came in the episode Deadlock. Voyager and its entire crew were copied by a spatial scission, and one of the Harrys, as well as one of the newborn Naomi Wildmans, were killed accidentally by the other ship. Harry was sucked into space through a hull breach and Naomi's medical equipment failed. In the end, the Voyager that still had their Harry and Naomi were forced to self-destruct, killing the remaining duplicates, but the copies of Harry and Naomi were able to escape aboard the other ship just in time. So although Harry and Naomi do appear throughout the rest of the series, the two of them are actually the duplicates from the ship that was destroyed. While neither Voyager could be said to be the real one, because they were exact copies, the Kim from the ship that survived the episode died tragically in the vacuum of space before Balana's very eyes. Number 4. George Samuel Kirk Newer fans might not know that Kirk's brother, George Samuel Kirk, actually appeared and was brought up in conversation in the original series before he became a recurring character in Strange New Worlds. Unfortunately, Sam Kirk is destined to meet a rather horrible fate in the future. In the original series episode Operation Annihilate, the Enterprise was called to investigate an outbreak of mass insanity travelling through the galaxy in a straight line. The next planet in its path was the Denver colony. Sam Kirk and his wife had been on the previously infected planet in Graham B and had recently arrived on Denver, carrying the parasites responsible for the outbreak. The parasites caused them to lose control of their minds, lashing out erratically and working in tandem with the other infected to spread the parasites as much as possible. In the end, the Enterprise were able to defeat the parasites using an ultraviolet light, but Sam and his wife were both killed. Number 3. The Mirror Discovery Crew After the crew of the USS Discovery are transported into the Mirror Universe at the end of the episode Into the Forest I Go, one of the biggest mysteries was what happened to their Mirror Universe counterparts. Did the Mirror Discovery and its crew switch places with the Prime Discovery and end up in their universe, like what happened with the Mirror Universe counterparts of Kirk and the others when they crossed dimensions in Mirror Mirror? 
This was finally confirmed when they returned to the Prime Universe and made contact with Starfleet in the episode The War Without, The War Within. After forcibly boarding Discovery and getting Sarek to mind meld with Saru to confirm the crew's identities, Admiral Cornwell explained that they had thought Discovery was destroyed by Klingons nine months prior, or shortly after Discovery crossed universes. Saru explained to her that it was actually the ISS Discovery that they had seen destroyed. What this means then is that the Mirror Universe Discovery was likely ambushed by Klingons shortly after switching universes and overwhelmed by their power. Probably because the Klingons in the Mirror Universe were so weakened by the Terran Empire that they posed no serious threat. So the ISS Discovery thought that they'd be an easy target, and this miscalculation resulted in the death of everybody on board. Fortunately, we don't see any of that on screen though. Number 2 Neelix's Family As one of the most annoyingly cheerful and silly characters in all of Trek, it can be easy to forget that Neelix has a very dark past, one that he very rarely spoke about in Voyager. Neelix grew up on Rhinax, the lush and beautiful moon of the Talaxian homeworld. Unfortunately, one day war broke out between the Talaxians and the Hakonians. We learned in the episode Jatrell that the Hakonians managed to destroy the climate of Rhinax with a Metrian cascade, killing over 300,000 of the moon's residents. Neelix's entire family were killed, and the Talaxian solar system surrendered to the invaders. Neelix was forced to leave his home and take any jobs he could to survive, all while trying to get over the trauma that he had experienced. He worked as a miner, an engineering assistant, and by the time Voyager came around, a scavenger slash trader. Neelix was happy to come aboard the ship as a chef, of course, both because that saved Kess and guaranteed him a steady supply of food and water but also probably because he needed friends he could trust after losing everyone he cared about. Eventually, Neelix finally found a new Talaxian family in the episode Homestead and stayed there with them in the Delta Quadrant. Number 1. Joe Carey after Voyager's chief engineer died in the pilot episode Caretaker, Lieutenant Joe Carey took their place. However, after the Marquis joined the crew, it eventually became clear that Belana Torres was a better choice. Carey was at first quite upset that a literal traitor of the Federation got the position over him, but he soon moved on and accepted her as his superior officer. Some fans might have forgotten then that Carey was unceremoniously killed off in the episode Friendship 1. After he and the rest of an away team were held hostage by aliens, Janeway offered to send the aliens food and medical supplies in exchange for returning one of her crew. The alien Verin was happy to return Kerry, though not before blasting a hole through his chest with an antimatter weapon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.